listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You've had a long day at work, and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair, and relax. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door, and... Yes, the pets have gone wild! What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hi, I'm Bob Tart, author of the books Enslaved by Ducks, Follow Weather, and Kitty Cornered, which will... Talk about in a minute. This is October 16th. October 16th, 2011, and this is our mystery show. Halloween is coming up, and this is our mystery <laughs> show. And last year at this time, we did a show about our ghost cat. You remember that, Linda? I'm here with my wife, Linda, by the way. Hello. You remember the ghost cat show we did? Yeah. Okay. So, we're doing a mystery show this time, but it's a mystery for a different reason. Uh, we have not done a show in quite a while, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's been months. Was it months. spring? Was oh, it spring? It's probably, no, I think we haven't done a show since winter. Really? Yeah, and we kept intending to do shows in the summer, but every week when we intended to do it, there was a fresh disaster. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, well, I know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll just give you a couple quick examples. Uh, one of the times uh, looked like there was a spring bubbling up outside, and I thought, oh, it's just uh, groundwater, because we've got <laughs> groundwater down the hill. Yeah, maybe we've hit oil. Yeah, and it turned out that the uh, pipe from our well had broken and so it had sprung a leak so we had to uh, at great expense have people come out and fix that and then uh, quite a trauma by the way yeah it was a trauma and so uh, and they hit an electrical and they had the bulldozer out there they hit an electrical line and I had to quickly go in the house and find an electrician to come splice that and we had to pay for it yep and so and then another week you know I was getting over that finally and then uh, what happened was we lost power to the well. And so we had another emergency. We had no water. Had and, of no course, it was water a Saturday. Saturday morning. Always has to be on a weekend. Right. And like. so that was, uh, didn't do a podcast that weekend. And then uh, we went on a vacation, a little vacation. And I thought we'd come back and do a podcast about the vacation. Well, the vaca- just before the vacation, we saw the water bubbling. And we, I had high hopes that we were hitting oil. Yes. And after we got back, there was something wrong with the toilet. So we had to call the guy in the midst of... Him coming out, he checked that groundwater, and it suddenly disappeared while the pump had been turned off. He said, that's because the pump's turned off. Now go turn the pump back on, or the breaker. And then after we turned the breaker on, the water reappeared. He says, that goes to show you it's a break in the line. Right. But, but anyway, I, I'm just saying it's been one thing after another, and we were finally going to do a show talking about our great vacation and then discovered that our um, hen had pecked a duck in the eye and uh, that poor thing i've been putting drops in her eye for weeks five now. five weeks so. or more oh uh, we're Six going on maybe. i'm going on week seven really yeah so anyway so it's been one thing after another but suddenly linda got all excited just a few minutes ago and said she wanted to do a show and it's our mystery show because the topic of the show is a complete mystery to me <laughs> 
it's something that Linda came up with. So before we get to what Linda wants to talk about, I'm going to say one thing about the book, the new book. And I've been talking for probably the last three years about my forthcoming book, The Funnel of Happiness. Well, don't go looking for The Funnel of Happiness. Not going to be there. No, that uh, was a book about our six cats. And my publisher decided that um, it was not a title that... They wanted. Yeah, they didn't want it. They figured it took too much explaining. So they wanted something along the lines of Enslaved by Ducks. And I couldn't think of anything but Linda. I was sitting in the bathtub one night, and I came up with what later became the what we think will be the title of this book. Well, walk. it is now. They've decided. It's already on Amazon, did I tell you? They've already listed the book. You can pre-order it on Amazon. It's not Barnes even out yet, by the way. I'm still marking it, it up. It doesn't even have a cover yet, for all we know. It doesn't have anything. Anyway, it's now called Kitty Cornered, which my, is My name, good. I thought of. Yep, she sure did. So, yeah, did I tell you it's on Lord Amazon? Lord, help me with it. Yeah, that's st- cool. Yeah, but it's crazy. I'm still marking the thing it's up. Not even, yeah, not even out yet. Oh, it's, it's not anywhere near out yet. <laughs> I'm still arguing with the publisher about this or that. Yeah, but, uh, it's a good sign that that will be the name, though. Yeah, it is. So uh, anyway, so here we go. And Linda, you have some topics. One topic is what month did Harold start appearing? About See, six, eight months ago? Yeah, that was another thing. We were going to do a whole show about Harold. And that never happened because we were so bummed out about everything going wrong. So oh, it was one thing after another. I can't even think <laughs> yeah, of them anymore. You're too bad a mood to do a show. Yeah, but go ahead. So what month? Do you know what? Six, eight months? I don't know. He was around here for a long I time. I think Harold started coming in um, like May or June. Something like that. Just kept. He um, didn't stay long. He was well, just. tell him who he is. It's a stray cat that kept coming around. Not, I mean, was it fairly often? He didn't stay around like the other one, like every day. He didn't stay for long. He came, he was hungry, he wanted to eat. He wanted us to put food out. But he was skittish, like so many feral cats are. And we put food out for him. And um, Bob just instantly fell in love with him. Very nice. Not a nice cat. He was uh, nobody could get close to. But he had just a very interesting face and... Bob likes skittish cats, and he was trying to maintain a re- uh, establish a relationship with him. So as time went on, he decided we were, quote, okay, whatever that means, and he started getting bolder. He'd come and lay on the deck, and the thing which I didn't like, which was he started eating our uh, chipmunks and, and looking at the birds longingly on the feeder. So that bothered me. It didn't bother Bob as much as it bothered me. But I decided that he couldn't live here. He, did, he decided he wanted to live here. I'm sure that's what he decided. But even when he decided he wanted to live here, he didn't hang around all the time. But he did come a lot more often. And at what point did we decide that we wanted to maybe live trap him and take him to the cat rescue lady? Well, I think was it was... in the end of summer? Yeah, because what was happening was that I wasn't really too thrilled about him going after the birds either. I don't mind so much him going after the chipmunks because otherwise they'll get in our house and we'll hear them in the walls all And we all still winter. do, as a matter of fact. Yeah, but um, I didn't like the idea that when winter comes, first of all, I don't want a stray cat having to be outside in the shivering cold. Yeah, you'd want him inside. And second of all, well, that probably couldn't happen, but second of all, we get a lot cat. of birds that depend on us feeding them in the winter and they feed off the ground. We get tons of tree sparrows, and last year we had a Carolina wren. In the fall, we had fox sparrows for a little while, and so we did not want them to be 
in danger of extinction thanks to a stray cat. Yeah, Harold, his favorite thing in the world was sitting up against the milk house, staring longingly, uh, or maybe just interestedly, up at the feeders. Yeah. That was his favorite thing. I mean, so I would go out there and just chase him off all the time. Uh, we would look at him out the window. I'd see it. I'd chase him off. You could chase him off, and within two and a half minutes, he's right back there staring at the birds. I don't think he very often got birds. I think he was mostly looking at them, but when we did come back from our trip... I saw feathers. He, he did occasionally get a bird. So I didn't like that. We, we don't want that. So we decided we were going to try to live trap him. So we put the live trap out there. We talked to a cat rescue lady, put the live trap out there. And the way she said to do it was, and this might help you too if you're trying to catch a cat or something, put the food close to the entrance of the trap and then move it closer and closer and closer day by day. And then, what do you call it when you set it so it won't shut on them? What do you call that? You well, I just had it tied up so that... Um, it he, won't shut on it them. It won't shut. It won't right. trigger. You, yeah, it won't trigger. And you eventually put the food inside there, and you still keep setting it so it won't trigger. Okay, so they will bra- be brave enough to walk right in and not have anything happen. So after a few days of that, and eventually on one fine day, when they're brave enough to go in, then you do trip it, and then you do catch them. Yep, so, then, yeah, then you said it. Yep. So what happened was the day that I established is the day that he, I felt he was brave enough and to go in, and I saw him go in two or three times, and I thought it was the time to do it. I set the trap, and I was all nervous and excited and mostly nervous about the whole thing. And he did go in, and I was watching through this big picture window that overlooks that area down by the garden, he was in it, but it wasn't tripping. It just was not tripping, and I was just freaking out. So I called Bob, and I said, did you test that thing? And he said, no, and it still should have worked, but it just wasn't working. He said, put the food dish back farther, so he has to step farther forward. Sometimes that won't happen because they're not stepping on the, what do you call trigger. that thing? The trigger, that little thing, that mechanism that makes it close. So I went out and did that. In the midst of doing that, I lost this. Uh, you have to open it from the back to put the food in. I lost the bar that you shut it with. I just don't know what's wrong with me. He said, don't set it on the grass because if you do, you lose it. Well, it's it. easy to get flustered. I, oh, I was all nervous anyway. My heart it, was beating like crazy and just I was so nervous. It's just a piece of wire coat hanger. Yeah, it looks like a... And once so, you set it down, it's, it's gone. invisible. And I didn't You'll believe never that. Find yeah, I was so again. nervous. I was afraid I heaved it or something. So I spent like 20 minutes looking for that stupid thing. I thought I brought it back in the house. And in the meantime, I'd caught a mouse in the live trap. I lost that too. I'm so nervous. I don't know what I'm doing. So I found a knitting needle to try to shove through that slot there to close it, and that didn't work. I'm just a wreck, an absolute wreck. After about 25 minutes or something, I found that stupid thing. It was laying in the grass. Got it back in there. Did the whole thing again. Did like everybody said. I called the cat. She said the same as Bob. Put the food farther back. So second time I looked through the window, he was caught. So she did take him, take him to the vet. Get him uh, all the shot. They the her procedure is to take him, get all their shots, get him neutered, blah blah, the whole ball of wax. Yeah, let's let's back up a little and say the reason we did this was that Linda found this wonderful woman uh, in our area named we can say her name, I yeah. guess Linda Price, who agreed that if we trapped this cat, she'd take him, and if we paid for um, shots and tests and neutering that she would take it up to her vet for us because yep. I would be at work and Linda has back problems and she wouldn't be able to lift the cat right, in the trap. Right, right. So this uh, wonderful Linda Price came over. She came over and got the and cat so in she, the trap, carried it to the vet. Uh-huh. And she has a wonderful cat rescue center where she keeps cats. And, yep. and the good news was thing. they did the tests 
and um, Harold, Harold is not Harold. No, Harold it's is Harriet. a Harriet. But no, <laughs> no feline leukemia. No. Nothing. And she was already neutered. Yeah, she's already spayed. Yeah, or whatever you call right. it. Right. So that was already done. So yep. somebody had her before of it, or she was a feral cat. She did have a notch to it. She, she had a notch in her ear, and, and that's so a sign of some of them do notch their ears. You know, some, so she might have been people, a feral cat that they had captured, did that release. Yes, yeah, some of the spaying services around here, neuter and spaying, they'll take a feral cat, and once they uh, neuter it, they will cut a little notch out of the ear and then let it go again. But I don't know. This is a. Uh, Harriet had quite a chunk of her ear missing, so oh, I don't know, I don't know if it was. was from that or if it was from frostbite. Sometimes they lose the tip of their ear from yeah, frostbite. I don't know what it was, but know. they're supposed to, according to this other lady from town, they're supposed to release the cat in the very area where they came from if they're going to release them. If they're going to release them again. If they're going to release them again. I've never seen that cat before. I, I don't think that cat lived But one there. good thing that came out of, and we're actually coming up on a break soon already, believe it or not, well, uh, one thing that came out of it that was good was that um, our cat Franny has always been an indoor-outdoor cat because Franny was a stray cat. But once Harold came around, actually Harriet, we started getting afraid to let Franny outside because uh, on the she one occasion... She disappeared for 10 hours. Yeah, the one occasion we let her out when um, we thought Harriet, Harold, was gone, suddenly Harold showed up again and Franny was gone for 10 hours. And I was just beside myself because Franny would usually go out just for a couple hours oh, and come right back scary. in again. And a uh, blue jay that I was had released on rehab had disappeared right away. That was the first time we saw him in like three, four weeks. So yeah. he just appeared out of nowhere. Right. And it was shortly after that. We let Franny out and blah, blah, blah. Now Franny stays in all the time, yeah, which I am a, very happy about. Yeah, what's and the, tell him how she acts. Yeah, what's nice about it was that we figured that Franny had always been an indoor-outdoor cat and came to us as a stray just like Harold. Loves the outdoors. Loves the outdoors. We figured that she would really whine a lot to go out and just have a fit about being a house cat. She She seemed to kind of grasp the situation right away. There was one day pretty soon afterwards when she wanted to um, go out again. But I would say that was about the only day, uh, maybe once or twice she begged at the back door. Never do a fit. It's Never just, got suicidal about it. She acted pretty she, good. She's she just been took fine it about it. Yeah, very philosophical about it. No, I, I never I see her begging it. at the no, door. No, I can't believe if it. If she begged at the door three times, I'd be surprised. It's just very, thank you, Lord, for that. Yeah, she so, acts okay. She acts so, okay. I don't know. I guess she's, she she's happy. She resi- resigned herself to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, maybe that was a bad memory for her. We think maybe Harold yes. chased her up, her up a tree. her up a tree or something. Yep, yep. Maybe a bear bothered her. Who knows? So we're coming up on tour break and then on our mystery show because I don't know the rest of the things that Linda wants to talk about. So uh, we don't have any big mysteries for Halloween. This show is the only mystery, but uh, yeah. uh, we will be right back after a word from our sponsor. What were you thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. You're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition. I guarantee it. Petco. With healthy pets go. Enter the code WHAT, W-H-A-T, and save 10% on orders of $65 or more, plus free shipping at Petco.com. 
I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List. Who you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash thinking and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash thinking. T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash what, W-H-A-T, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain, fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on A Super Smiley Adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys. Oh, in my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. We are back with What Were You Thinking? I'm Bob Tart, author of Enslaved by Ducks, Fall Weather, and Kitty Cornered. I'm here with my wife, Linda. Hello. So what, what next? What do you want to talk about? Well, I want to say that we finally, after about three months, got to go on our trip this summer. And we had been wanting since the end of May or even earlier than that to go on a three-day trip, which we like to do at least once a year. Nothing fell in place so we could do it. Finally, about the middle of August, we did... Uh, go on our trip. We went uh, to southern Michigan, went to Lake Michigan, got to walk on the beaches of Lake Michigan. We went to Niles to a very nice botanical garden there called Fernwood and just had a very nice time for three days. Yeah, it was good. Relaxing. It was a good trip. And I did see some birds. I didn't see a lot of birds, but I saw some um, common terns. And in Michigan, common terns aren't all that common, so I was happy to see them. That was at uh, Beach at New Buffalo, so that was cool. There were about seven of them. What's the name of that place? Pop's Nose? Yes, we also went back to Pop's Nose. We've been there before. We yeah. Liked it. yeah, if you go on Facebook, um, look me up yes. on Facebook, make me your friend, and you will see some pictures from our trip. 
including uh, pictures from Pop's nose. He's got a bunch of statuary out front, a zillion knickknacks inside, and a very talkative, friendly lady. That, with pet peacocks. With pet peacocks in the yard. Yep. She showed us her baby peacocks. Yep. And uh, we couldn't find, what were we looking for on the way back? And then we ended up going to that other beach. Oh, yeah, the I had to go to the chiropractor, was it twice during that, a three-day trip? At least twice. Yeah, I didn't go the first day. Second and third day, I had to go to the chiropractor, and the chiropractor secretary recommended going to this certain beach on the way back, and, of course, we never found it. Well, we did find it, but once we found it, it, was, inex- get down there. it was inaccessible. It was a it bunch was, of rocks, and it was flooded and everything. It was on a cliff, and there was one walkway down there, and it was closed. Maybe so that was go. the right place. Yeah, but it was. It had the name. But it, we ended up going to Van Buren State Park, which was a beautiful beach. It was a nice windy day with the white caps crashing into shore. It was just absolutely beautiful yep. day for our final yeah, day. And great. it was sunny weather. It was a Tuesday. It was Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, so I could go to the chiropractor Monday and Friday. Tuesday, they claimed it was going to be this wonderful sunny day. That was the day it was a little bit cloudy, but both Wednesday and Wednesday was the day they said it was going to be bad. That was just a gorgeous day. So was Thursday. So yep. it turned out to be, we planned for weeks and some of us longer than that sometimes, trying to find perfect weather for the days that we well, have Well, also days when your back isn't bad. Yeah, That's days when thing. my back isn't bad and days when the weather will be good. This is just like an ongoing thing. We're yeah, trying and days to find when days I don't get bogged down. Or he doesn't work. have to be. Or So it's like trying to spin the roulette wheel and get those days is just but yeah. it turned out it turned out fine yeah. now you said fine. you had some topic about bella i wanted to um encourage people that when they're having these are probably mostly pet people that listen well, to we this hope project. they're the ones listening to this on pet life radio <laughs> yeah i guess that makes sense i just want to say don't give up when you're trying to deal with some kind of pet issue that's difficult and it's frustrating you because usually through your imagination and curiosity and determination, you can find a way to deal with it. I'll just give you one example, a recent example for us. Bella, Bob's um, African Gray, she's got a really, um, like, loud voices don't necessarily bother me because, like, I deal with these baby birds from Peg Markle and doing rehab, and they can be really, really super loud. The starlings, they're super loud. But there's something about the quality and, and tenor of her voice when she's um, wanting something that gives me an instant headache, and it, I just cannot. It's her squawking, not when she's it's talking. It's not the, not the regular thing she does. It's when she squawks and wants something. I just can't deal with it. And this had been going on for a long, long, many, many months, and I was just trying to find some way to deal with it. So uh, the way that we found to deal with it is to just take her out of the room. Give her, um, I got a study on the other side of the living room, and we put her in there. She's got her special little timeout place. She can squawk to her heart's content we in bought that a room. Little, yeah, we bought a little, a little cage, travel smaller. cage for her. You know, she's by a sunny window. I don't even think she minds it I that much. Either. And she's out of this room and out of the range of killing my headache, you know, head. So that was a way to finally, a solution to that problem. You can find solutions if you look for them. And we have an elderly bird named Hoshi who uh, lived in a cage with a, a parakeet named Georgie. And it was getting to where when birds get older, sometimes the other birds will pick on them. And we needed to find a solution to that problem of him being picked on a little bit by Georgie and the other birds. Because he's quite weak now. Yeah, you know, he's just, he's an older bird. And so what we did was we found a smaller cage. He wants to be with the birds still. So we put him all in the same row as the other birds. He sits on top of the rabbit's cage in a smaller cage. He's got all his little stuff he likes, but he's nearby the other birds. And I think he's relatively happy in there. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he's still near the birds. That's the main thing. And they can come over and talk. To, we don't let him out now, but he can talk to them through the bars if they want to come visit him. And that was the solution to that problem. So I just want to say don't give up on stuff. There's always a, a, usually a way that can be found to make things work. Yeah, he's a lineulated parakeet. He's just a doll. He's, he's a one doll. of the sweetest birds. He's one of birds. the sweetest birds you could ever he, hope to meet. Yep. Just, used to sit on Bob's shoulder at dinner time on a towel and eat little pieces of corn. and Just a very gentle, sweet disposition. Yep. Wonderful yep. bird. Yeah, and it's too bad that we can't keep him in the cage with the other bird. But he's... Uh, uh, he's pretty old, he's weak, he has trouble getting around, and so now in his little cage by himself, he can crawl around till his heart's content, and he yeah. kind of does this little obsessive behavior. He wants to be in motion all the time, so that might be what bothered Georgie. Maybe Georgie got tired of him crawling around all the you time just or something. I don't know with birds. Nope. I really can't tell. Did you so, have other topics for uh, a mystery I show? Just, I just can't believe... You know how you have a stretch of time? You know, he mentioned about the water thing and like that, and the, I don't know what else, but... I can't believe how sometimes in your life there's just like a period of time where everything goes wrong for like two months in a row or, you know, it's just for a long period. It isn't just like two or three things. They always say three's the clincher, but I can't believe how this summer it was just one endless thing after another. Like, expensive. What did we, expensive thing. What did we do wrong, you know, to deserve all this stuff? The dryer door would not stay shut, and it made it so the dryer would stop because it kept popping open. Had to have a guy out for that. Our water purifier, we have water that has so much iron and sulfur and everything else. If you don't have a water purifier, you're sunk. That thing started dribbling water all over the place, and when, when we had the handyman come try to fix it, it made it even worse. And so then, as a result of the handyman, we had no water upstairs, up in Cause, the kitchen. Yeah, because you couldn't run that without that being on, right? Because right, right. it scored out all over. Right. Oh, so, we had all kinds. And that was on a weekend. Absolutely. Yep. And, and then we had raccoons, baby raccoons. Have they heard about that, the baby raccoons no. getting into the goose pen? No, So we had, what was that, like in... July? We, it was um, June or July. End of July. We had um, the no no death occurred, so you know, I have to worry about that. But every day I'd go out there for several days, and the food in the the goose's the goose's food to be tipped over. They don't tip over their food. I knew it wasn't them. So we went out there with the flashlight, or I did one night, and I saw three baby raccoons sitting right inside the area, one inside the dish, and two beside eating that food. They weren't hurting the geese. Thank you, Lord, for that. But we had to figure out some way to stop him. So Bob went out there and fixed what he considered to be a problem with the wire in the pen. And I said, well, that's That's that. it. That's the end of that. Was that the very next night, mm-hmm. the food was tipped over again. Yep. The very next night after that, the food was tipped over. Yeah, we it's kept like, finding new things. And we, we had been we all... We were out there all over the place. We couldn't find anything wrong. Nothing. And yet, for three, four nights in a row, we kept finding new secret little places where they could get in. Finally, yeah. we figured they were... Um, they could go under one of the doors, and that's because the timber, kind of the threshold or, under the... Well, they dug like a tunnel. Right. Or and, not a tunnel, but like a, they grooved right. it out. And they so slid. I had the great idea, because I had to do it, this was on a Sunday, that um, I went out with a shovel, and um, um, I usually don't do anything more tiring than um, walking from one bed to the other for a nap. Carrying a pencil around. Yeah, carrying a pencil around, but I went out and um, broke up and dug up that... Um, board that four by four and then put a new one in and um did a whole bunch of digging and uh, suddenly my back started feeling a little funny bob's back got as bad as mine for much worse actually for about a week and a half yeah for the next day the next day i could barely move couldn't even get out of a chair yeah and so i had a little cane i had to take with me and it would take me 
quite a while to get out of a chair. Yeah, so it was, I was as miserable as I've ever been. Oh my so I have more sympathy for people with back problems. Talk and I ran miserable. into a lot of people who've told me that digging is a very good way to wreck your back. I didn't realize that there was something about digging that's really hard, hard on your that lower four or back. five disc. It's very hard. But at least we finally got the pen. It's okay now. No, the raccoons, um, They're gone. they couldn't get in it after yeah. that. We haven't seen them. No, I just, they gave up. That was their fun thing they did every night. So I can't remember if we told them about that weasel getting in the barn a couple times. No, no. No, So anyway, then we had to worry about that, keep the light on out there, play music, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's just... Yeah, we don't know how it... Oh, yeah, we found found a little place where it probably got... We lost one hen because of that. No, a duck. We lost the duck. And then, of course, the things we told you about the pipes, the water quitting altogether, the electric lines having... For $350, this guy was in there about 50 minutes. All of this stuff... There's probably even more than that. I I can't even remember all of it. I can't remember either. It goes goes so far back. It's just... And when they fixed the water purifier downstairs, it was still busted even after they came to replace our toilet. The guy had to go down there and fix that again, so that makes three times that was fixed. Yeah, and then we went downstairs, and I noticed uh, we were running our air conditioner because it was really hot, and I noticed that the basement was like an ice ice box, and the plumber had done something to our geothermal system. No, I'd had him come out here to check to see if, because there was a funny smell in the register, and just check and see if there was a pan in there that might have crud in it. Didn't, but he had to pull that faceplate. Yeah, off. one of the uh, part of a um, vent was flapping open. Well, he the whole cover to the thing, they didn't tape it back on. Well, you know, you shouldn't have to tape it. They didn't screw it on there right, and so uh, I couldn't figure out how to do it. So I had to do the red green approach and use <laughs> duct tape. Duct tape. Yeah, so it was just hundreds of dollars almost daily. It seemed oh, like every that. third day is just like what will happen today. Yeah. So, I mean, you run, just like, why? You just, like, wonder, what did I do wrong in life that I deserve three, four months of endless trouble? It does make you appreciate when things, like, return to semi-normal. I yeah. will say that about yeah. it. And the ironic thing, I was talking about our poor duck who got pecked by the hen, was that, now, the she's doing good. Her name is Alice. The doctor thinks that she might get um, part of her sight back in her oh, one I, eye. I think she And she's doing, she, uh, she can't see out of that you eye. You don't think? No, but she's doing fine. You know, um, we've got a... You know, another duck that can't see out of one eye, and they, they do just fine. But she was in pain for, for a while. But it, uh, thanks to Dr. Bennett, who's the zoo vet in Grand Rapids, um, you know, she's come a long way now. Oh, yeah. But what's ironic is that this hen, the one we think pecked her, was this uh, hen that uh, we thought was uh, on death's door. And um, I ran into someone who told me about this wonder drug that you can get up at TSC, and it's, I um, can't remember the name right now, uh, something 200. And uh, I gave her one shot of that. You know, this chicken had been sick for a few weeks. Yeah, funny breathing. Funny breathing. And Isn't usually, it? you know, usually if a hen starts getting respiratory problems. That's it. They're gone in two Overnight days. they're gone. So anyway. Um, something called sniff, not sniffles. Thylene 200 or something like that. Well, I don't know no, what she condition. had. the condition. Oh, well, the lady something just like said it was sniffles. sniffles. She, that's just what she called it. Yeah. So I here I gave this um, I saved this chicken's life. Yeah, definitely. And it uh, chicken is back to normal. Back this to is normal. lucky, and she repays us by um, pecking, pecking our our uh, duck in the eye because the duck uh, was too apparently too close to the food that she wanted to eat. So. Right. These what I thought was garlic mustard. Then finally, when I tasted, I realized that's the thing I've been giving them all summer is not garlic mustard. It's a type of nettles, and I found out there's at least four kinds of nettles, two of which don't have stingers on them. And this was one called water, something about clear water, or clear, 
clearweed, clearweed it's called. It's a type of nettle. And I've been feeding them that all summer. And she was fighting over that. That's what they were fighting yep. over is so just greens I put in there. No good deed goes, goes unpunished. unpunished. Here, uh, as soon as this uh, hen gets back to the peak of health, she decides to peck our duck, mm-hmm. you know, one of our ducks. So We've had a long, hot summer with uh, from about the end of May until about a week and or week and a half ago, yeah. mosquitoes in swarms everywhere. Of course, we live in a swamp. What do you yeah, expect? but still, we don't usually have this many mosquitoes. Yeah, it's been ongoing, ongoing until since just end about of a May, week ago. Until about a week ago, and then finally, thank you, Lord, they are gone almost. Yeah, they're there gone. Maybe a couple. And, out and now there. we're plunged into forty-seven degree weather. Yeah, but now know. we can walk in the woods and yep. we can go bird watching yep. back at the river yep. again. So that's that's wonderful. Yep. So that's it. That's the end of the show huh? already. It's 30 minutes already? 28 minutes and 31 seconds. So no, if you got more, we'll do another show and talk about more. Oh, I'm telling you. Now so, we want to go bird watching. So. Yep, yep, we're going to go. So um, We've had many nice walks and various trails around this area all summer. Enjoyed that. Yep, we did. Didn't see a whole lot of birds. No, this was not a great... How about you folks? I mean, we, we didn't see a lot of birds in Michigan this year. Nope. So anyway, so, this is our mystery show, and it's a mystery how this ever got on the air at all, but there you are. So thanks for listening. I'm Bob Tart, and I'm here with Linda. And uh, you can email me at bob at petliferadio.com. Send us your stories. Yep, look for me on Facebook. Thanks so much for listening. My website, bobtart.com. And thanks to our producer, Mark Winter at Pet Life Radio. Bye-bye. Tell us how your fall's going. Yep, bye-bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.